0: Telling her about you and the shakedown thing, she immediately went. She, while she was sitting in the car with me, I'm talking about my cousin, by the way, immediately went to YouTube and found you, found the shakedown, and started listening to the Ben David episode. I'm like, <laughs> please don't listen to that because, while you're sitting in the car with me. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Well, all right. Well, let's, let's get started with this. I got everything recording. So. I'll do the open and then, um, just so you know, when I say Malone, that means I'm handing it over to you to do your, your opening. So, uh,
0: my opening again, I don't have an opening.
1: You you make up your opening. It's whatever you want to make it.
0: No, you're the host of the show. You're supposed to introduce people. Gosh.
1: All right. Uh, I
0: don't have some giant boom microphone in my face sitting <laughs> in a studio.
1: You could, if you were in Colorado, you could. Oh,
0: I couldn't. Oh uh, well, if I was in Colorado. <laughs> yes,
1: if you were in Colorado. All right, welcome. To you, the,
0: you might, you might be. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, yeah, forgive yes, me. Yes,
1: All right, welcome to another episode of the Shakedown. Uh, I am, am your host with the boom microphone in front of his face. Uh, Ryan, aka Rainforest, uh, I, I am I am a podcast host. I am a a writer slash artist and comic book purveyor, and uh, I am and also spent a six years in prison in Texas, and I'm here with my co-host who spent a little bit more time than me in prison. He does not
0: have a boom microphone
1: who does not have a boom microphone uh, who is a far superior you artist a
0: microphone
1: in my face he, well no. <laughs> he has no microphone in his face all right but he could if he was up here in Colorado but he refuses but anyway he uh, he he is a uh, he is a, an artist slash writer and uh, and also a comic book purveyor uh, this is Malone.
0: Hi. And I was also in prison. For a little bit. For a long time, yeah. How did you survive six years in prison, <laughs> prison Rainforest?
1: Um, uh, well, comic books and uh, comic books and books, reg- book books and uh, making good friends like you that that's what kept me alive Aww. so Aww. anyway i have a um I have a topic for tonight that has come up and it came up a few times today and i really wanted to talk about it and uh, i did not prep malone at all as you can see he's nice and relaxed and not ready for any exciting topics so this should be interesting um but the top the question i wanted to to get into today what is what is a criminal and what what brought this up today and has been kind of bringing this up in the past past week or so is uh, as many people may have heard there was a shooting in Uvalde, Texas and um Anytime Can you there's pronounce a... Uvalde. Uvalde. Uvaldi. All right. So, um, the, and see, but that's not the impo- that's not the thing that keeps on coming up in the news. Of course, that's not what people want to talk about. They want to talk about uh, guns because this is that's where that's where this topic event immediately goes to, and um, it, and the same topics get kicked over and over again. And one of the biggest things that always comes up is, well, we need to, you know, felons can't have guns. And um, one thing that Malone actually said in a previous episode is that any, whenever um, something happens at the prison, whenever a mistake was made, the, the prison had a tendency to do something that did not solve the problem. They just did, they just acted and it had nothing to do with solving the problem. And like in this instance, um, they they want to take guns from felons, but the person who acted did not have a criminal record—at least not as far as I I have heard. And I don't, I don't. And in many of the other mass shooting instances, the big mass shooting instances, the person does not have a criminal record. So. I wanted to talk about that today. What is a criminal and what does that mean and what what should we do about it? What should we, what what does is there anything we can do about that? So um, yeah, like I said the, well,
0: what's the basic definition of a criminal then? I mean, if you were to look it up in the dictionary or, or whatever, what, I, what would you find?
1: I did look it up. A
0: picture of you, first and foremost. <laughs>
1: right, It's a picture of me.
0: And right next to it, a description of the disgusting deviant that you are.
1: Right. it's, it's It says, Ryan Forbes, criminal. But, the, but after that, after that first initial de- definition, it says someone who commits a crime or... Or break, you know, break some sort of. It's either a felony, commits a felony, or a misdemeanor action. But it's basically someone who breaks a law, as as it is written. That is the definition of a criminal. So, right. the, and, and I, the thing I want to point out about that is does
0: it does it def, does it put in that in that definition? Does it uh, say and got caught? <laughs> so no. it, leave that part out. Did you say? Even if you didn't get caught, are you still a criminal? <laughs> or what if you got caught but you didn't get convicted? Or are you still a criminal?
1: Uh, yeah. So no, no. They it doesn't it doesn't talk about whether you get caught or not. It just says if you did it, you are a criminal. And honestly, when okay. I hear, when I hear people talk about it in general too. They aren't talking about people who get caught. They are talking about a specific type of person. Like, especially when it comes to these shootings, they are talking about a, a type of person who commits crimes. They, that they so don't...
0: You're saying that the technical definition of criminal that you read in the dictionary is not what they're talking about. They're talking about someone who has some kind of lifestyle of criminal behavior? Oh, I mean not, not the occasional criminal not the not the uh, crimi- not the one criminal or the guy that did it once or something that didn't get caught and will never do it again but it's someone who who's like a is some kind of extreme criminal or something or maybe there's a, a a level or something to it
1: right they they're looking for some kind of they they they're, I mean it, really it's they're not looking really no one when they're talking about it and in the dictionary definition, there's no level. There's no a you know petty criminal and major felon. We're talking about we're talking criminal versus we're, we're talking one person is criminal. You, you cross a line and the person who crosses that line lives that criminal lifestyle, basically.
0: So it's a scarlet—it's a scarlet letter you can't get rid of, type of thing. It's
1: a well. I think what I, permanent. I, I would say, you know, especially the way the way that people talk about it is, it's you know, there are people who are born as criminals who come out at, with the with this criminal, even though by definition you can't you can't commit a crime. Until, you know, you have to do something to commit a crime. But I feel like the way that many people talk about it, you're born a criminal. There's certain people who are born criminals and either need to be locked up or killed. And that's that's the bottom line.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get where you're going with this. As if, as if criminals are a separate species of creature uh, that uh, are not human, of course. Right. And, and don't desert and uh, need to be dealt with some kind of invasive
1: species
0: like, like feral hogs. <laughs> it must be uh, eradicated. And, and I can't would be fixed. Can't be changed. Right. Can't. It, it could can only be annihilated or at the very least locked up forever.
1: Right. And. If you go even just by the dictionary definition of it, a criminal is someone who has to do something to to become a criminal. So all of this stuff all this talk about we need to make gun legislations based off of criminals. Well, they already did something. The the person who became a like the person who had the the, the guns in Texas and in Buffalo, New York, and all these different places, they became criminals after they after their big act. It would telling having laws against criminals having guns or felons having guns that would not have prevented anything. So, ta- dealing lumping criminals in on any sort of prevention plan automatic you can't you can't do that because by definition, saying we won't allow criminals to do x will not prevent things period because they've already done something to become a criminal
0: we will not prevent things
1: right i uh, we we won't let criminals own guns we it doesn't so you haven't prevented the person from breaking the law they've already broken the law to become a criminal so but right. the, and the mass shooter.
0: Are you saying, so since they're already criminals and they have that kind of mentality, well then for, they wouldn't have any problem breaking the law again to get guns. Well that, if the, they so choose.
1: Yes. By they're
0: already criminals.
1: Why? Th- yeah. There's that yeah, aspect so. as well. There, the, But I'm talking more of it's, we keep bring we keep bringing the conversation about prevention keeps talking about like, like, um, as we both know, upon our release, we have a whole bunch of restrictions. We can't own firearms. We can't be using firearms. We can't be hanging around people with firearms. We uh, can't travel to certain places. We can't travel to certain countries. All of these things, okay? There, there's all these limitations.
0: You can't, get, can't get an apartment. can't,
1: right. can't, can't get all getting,
0: kinds of stuff, yeah.
1: Right all of this jobs stuff don't want you right this is this is once again none of this prevented the initial crime none of it all right is it preventing right. a crime in the future Future
0: crime
1: yeah you're you're you want to try and prevent a future crime maybe may, maybe maybe not okay we what we do know is that the people who are doing the mass shootings for the most part they weren't criminals before the mass shooting. That's why they could purchase the guns legally. Right. So they get it. So everything is done by the books up until they do the criminal thing. So, so, and even yeah. then, I can't even say, you know, they, ha- they get a shooter in custody. He's still technically not a criminal because he has to be tried and found guilty which a lot of people forget. That's all part of it, and that can take years, especially in a big, giant case with a mass shooter who's very well known.
0: Well, don't you think that, okay, may, well, maybe this criminal uh, thing is just, are you suggesting that they're just looking in the wrong direction? As you should be looking at the mentally ill they should change the change the term that they're using from criminal to uh, insane person, and then they would have hit the right mark. No, I mean technically, once you, I mean, if you're diagnosed as some kind of uh, with, with some kind of mental illness, well, then you're in a category that should be uh, there. There are certain things that have to be done. I mean, Th- it, that that could render you dangerous. Dangerous to yourself, dangerous
1: to others. I absolutely and but once again, look at what the if if someone is ill, then our first our first thought is should not. If someone has cancer. Are we worried about their gun rights at the, at the moment that they have cancer? Is that really our first priority? Is the oncologist going to say, okay? I'm just letting you know you have pancreatic cancer. You have six months to live. I just need to know: Do you have any guns in the house? Is that a conversation that's happening right now?
0: No, but I mean, come on, let's taking it to. It's not anyone with pancreatic cancer. It has nothing to do with that type of thing. Well, people that are mentally ill. That, that I mean, I would suggest probably anybody that that goes and does a mass shooting can be to be argued that there's a mental illness behind that that would cause
1: it. Well, let me let me take you down what the what the actual conversation for someone who might have I I can't say. I don't have pancreatic cancer. I do have family members who have been diagnosed with cancer and and many other illnesses. And I can tell you how the conversation for them it usually goes down like this. You've just been diagnosed with cancer. All right. I I and here are a list of resources for you. I'm going and um, this is the situation. this is what you have to deal with. These are people who can help. these are people who can help you in this area. These are people who can help you in count with counseling with personal development. these are people who can help you with your treatment, who can actually directly deal with your cancer on what you're gonna deal with that these there's a bunch of different groups that can help you in that area, all right even if they can't cure the cancer, all right? They can't fix the thing, right? The problem that's just there's a. They have a team. They have groups of people that can say, "We're going to help you with this." Now, if you're mentally ill, you don't. That conversation doesn't happen. Period. All right. They're like mentally ill. Well, if you're, I I guess that's not true. I guess you can't. There's going to be situations, certain situations. But if we're talking about right now in this in this Specific com-
0: the whole the whole reason why people are, are are sent to asylums or to hospital mental hospitals and all that is because of that. I mean there are, that conversation does happen. Yeah. People will say that look, you, uh, someone has become dangerously mentally ill and needs it needs some kind of a twenty four hour supervision and medication or maybe even more extreme. I mean it does happen, and because of the danger to themselves. And to others that they pose. they. I mean, it does happen.
1: I, I yeah, I, I will,
0: but it's just a lack of being able, I mean, in my opinion, it's an inability to be able to identify and do anything about that type of thing. But quite possibly what, all we're talking about is, I mean, I get where you're going, That they the focus on criminality is, is is not where you need to be looking whenever a mass shooting happens. The focus needs to be on our ability to identify Ill, people who are mentally ill, right? And, and have this kind of you know danger and be able to deal with it.
1: It's it, well. On the- I'm
0: saying that I don't know if that's what, where where you're going, but I, I you're saying I know what you're saying. You're saying that we're, the focus is in the wrong place. I mean, I been added, will possibly the focus, the right place for the focus is the mentally ill and and identification of their problems.
1: I, 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 I see. And I, and I hear you on, on that. And the other, the other part of what I'm saying is, is that one of the other things that gets thrown about too, during these conversations is talk about mentally ill, which, um, and if it was talking about the mentally ill in the way that you're talking about is, (laughs) how how do we identify who's mentally ill how do we and how do we uh, how do we help them out how do we how do we um how like we actually will work towards prevention like how do we recognize who's struggling and how can we help them then i'm all for it I'm all for um figuring out ways to deal with that the
0: another another place I see that this, that the, uh, where the debate should rest is possibly on, you know, is, is this just one of those things that living in a free society, one of the, uh, the dangers of freedom that we just must live with. I mean, I, you want freedom. You want to be able to do all this stuff. You want to have your own freedom. Well then these are the risks. It it comes with a price. Maybe that's what we're talking about here. Maybe that that is the other side of the argument.
1: Freedom. You have to look at it from two ends, and this is the this is the problem that people because run into. What
0: you're suggesting, also, even whenever you get into the mental illness thing, is that you is that you strip somebody of some of their freedoms. That. that and I think that's one of the reasons why we have such a problem with identifying these people, is because. We so respect the idea of, of, well, we can't tell people what to do, you know, it's difficult to impose any kind of rules on someone who hasn't done something yet, but it's not difficult for society to point out, oh, that guy has done something, let's hate him forever, and every time we need to impose a rule, let's not look at the real problem. Right. Let's look at that separate species of creature over there, uh, the, the demonic criminal, And we'll we'll, uh, force all that down his throat because he's an easy target anyways. We can do whatever the hell we want to with him. Right. Another unpopular figure, another unpopular subsect of society that's easy to pick on. Happens all the time, even with our big fancy vaunted constitution. We constantly have these unpopular minorities of people that we will strip all those rights away from in a heartbeat.
1: I. Yeah, I mean that's but and the point I I'd, I'd like to make on that is that when when it comes to freedom, you no one can be entirely free in any society. Because if I'm entirely free, then I can just do whatever I want. Period. That's freedom. That's also anarchy. That means that I can ju- I can do do whatever. And I can run around and and this is
0: this is correct. But what you're what you're suggesting is you're saying freedom at the expense of other people's freedom.
1: Right. So So it's always a balancing act.
0: Our freedoms, yeah. The way that that it's been designed or it's been thought of is is that okay. Well, the only freedoms that we shall restrict for you are the freedoms that would that would restrict the freedoms of others. So that everybody's, the, the most amount of freedom can be enjoyed by everybody. So, supposedly what it's supposed to be. Right. Or supposedly how I see it, at least. And of course, I mean, we lose, people lose sight of that all the time in the United States of America and decide that, well, you know, uh, well, we think that uh, because we're this religion, that you should be too. <laughs> or at least you should follow this particular part of our religion because, we think that you know, that's a really great thing and, and because we take it so seriously, we think you should too. Right. And don't restrict your religion your 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 freedoms behind something like that. Or we think this is unhealthy. And and we don't really care what you think, because we know better than you, and so we're gonna strip your freedom to smoke in a bar or a restaurant because we think it's unhealthy to smoke inside. You know, yeah. that type of thing. Right. There's lots of, the, I mean, little places where we see those freedoms being, rec- we see freedom being rescinded on a mass scale because a majority of people are, are, are dominating over a minority of of, uh, of of people with their votes. That's. I thought that the Constitution was supposed to be designed in such a way that minorities' rights would not be trampled by majorities being able to vote. That's what the Constitution's there for. So that when we all go to the ballot box, we can't vote in things that would strip some other uh, group that doesn't have as many people in it of their 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 rights.
1: Well, actually, with the it Constitution, out
0: like that quietly, Quiet.
1: Yeah, kind of the Constitution and the um a lot of the way the original like things like the um the electoral college it wasn't so much as they were set up to ensure the rights of all minorities they were ensured to set up the rights of a certain very specific minority that to ensure because the the founding fathers knew knew that the that the the rich well-read you know like Mostly slave owning class was a very small portion of the of, of America at its founding. And their, one of their big fears was that someone could go and rile up all all the you know landowners, other landowners or or men or whatever, anyone who had the right to vote get them all stirred up and have them turn on those uh, all those people who gathered and wrote, you know, wrote the initial laws and set it up. So they had a little fail-safe, which is why we have things like the electoral college and certain like and like having judges serve life terms and things like that. All right? So it yeah, we we have made progress. There there were we did have founding fathers that did believe that, you know, every 20 years we needed a new constitution because we needed we like literally Jefferson believed that we needed to tear up the constitution every 20 years and then write a whole new one because he figured it's not going to be representative of the people of the time. It's not fair for the old generation to write the rules for the next generation.
0: Right. Because the world belongs to the living,
1: right? And so it's
0: our uh, our destiny should be within our own hands. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting concept. Uh, I like it.
1: Uh, I think it's a great concept, but on the flip side, you have um, people like you know, or people like in the same school as Anthony Scalila, who believe that the you know. The Constitution is the Constitution, and you should never change it. And it's uh, written in written in steel, but you know, as long as it meets a certain a, a certain interpretation, though, as always.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I do I do get it that some people have have appended to this document some kind of level of sacredness which I don't really understand because I see it being violated constantly, but, but right. All right. Oh, well, as long as it ain't, as long as it's violated in the way that appeals to them, well then yeah, the doc, the, the constitution should be sacred.
1: Right. So
0: but that kind of like what, uh, Malcolm X had to say about stuff like that. And, you know, no freedoms or rights can be given to you. You the only freedoms and rights that anybody has are the ones that they take. Was that they actually enforce upon you? Know, you know, enforce themselves.
1: Right. And that, I mean, we.
0: If I'm dependent on someone who has power over me to give me to be so kind as to allow me <laughs> to live my life with freedom, well, then I really don't have that freedom because they can take it from me anytime they really want.
1: Right. And that well what i wanna it, i want is that
0: the is that going at all down the down the rail down the track that you were hoping to go to tonight
1: uh I think it's it's a good track to go down, but I want to bring it back onto the rails of the track that that we are getting on and maybe kind of start going maybe getting to uh, some final points but the i want to talk one thing I want to say about the the criminal back onto um what is a criminal and who is a criminal is that a criminal is anyone who commits a crime or breaks the law in any way, breaks, breaks any of of any law. So, and because you can be a criminal for felony or misdemeanor alike. And so most everyone is going to count as a criminal under that definition. So, it, right. So if that's so, you
0: have to ask yourself, what do they really mean when they say criminal?
1: Right. And who are they talking about? And what? Right. And why are we? Why are we so fixated on laws that are about handling criminals? We, or the, basically, because we're talking about taking guns away from criminals. If you're someone who speeds on the way to work. Then you are, by definition, a criminal. If you're someone who cheats on your taxes, then you're a criminal, and you should not. None of you should be allowed to have guns. All right. If you're embezzling money, you shouldn't be allowed to have criminal uh, have guns. If you're the guy who you know caused the Deepwater Horizon oil spill, you should not be allowed to have a gun. By based on these laws and these rules. Now the crimes have nothing to do with guns. Uh, but that's that's what these why we like what these rules are for, and they're supposedly set to to enforce things. The same thing goes.
0: Yeah, but of course, I, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but so uh, well, I mean, that doesn't really solve what you're saying. Is is that they're imposing some kind of broad blanket rule over casting this net over over whatever over the over this problem that doesn't actually solve a problem or that, that doesn't even over a problem that's not even being a, a, a addressed so to speak
1: right well I mean the what I'm trying to say is is that you you said it earlier best it's we're we're assuming when we when these laws and these conversations come up, the criminals are a different species. Criminals are some someone different. They are they are a law breaking type being, period. They want they want to right.
0: advocating shooting people on site that uh, they think are committing a crime because right. it will reduce their recidivism rate <laughs> to zero. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. That is something. Yeah. Uh, that is great. And it, that's,
0: because there are separate species of creature like feral hogs that need to be eradicated.
1: Right. The, the criminal type people we should, uh, and that's, that is a whole nother thing. If you are someone who advocates that the cops should shoot someone when it, whether or not it's they're not just in,
0: the cops. everybody, which yeah. is why you have incidents like that guy and those those two guys in Alabama, who took it upon themselves, to, or was it Georgia? It was Georgia. Those two guys in Georgia who see a black guy running through their neighborhood, and take it upon themselves to go chase this guy down with guns, and then and then when the guy fights back and tries to take the weapon from one of them, they end up shooting him to death in the street. And now they're in prison, of course. But I mean, and and that guy's lost his life because they took the that concept that you're talking about into their own hands. And instead of the debate going into this area of racism and so forth, also, which I'm not saying that's not, that's uh, completely invalid, but that's the, I, I don't think that's where the debate re, uh, should is, is most appropriately placed. It's this concept of, of, taking a, of this criminal type of thing into their own hands and, and you know, th- that there's this separate species of creature called criminal that makes it all right for you to go and kill them. It wasn't, I don't think they thought they could kill this guy because he was black. I think they thought they could kill this guy because they thought he was a criminal. I mean, maybe because he was black hated it. Maybe they, they, that gave them uh, maybe there was a, 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 Another reason, but I don't think that was the core of the reason. I don't think that's what gave them permission to go in their own minds to go and do this. Remember, you got to remember one of those guys was a former police officer, and they were they they claimed they were trying to do a citizen's arrest. They had cameras and everything. Uh,
1: yeah, this and this has become very common. To,
0: but you'll uh, never hear that debate or that reasoning given in the media. They immediately right. go to some other pop some cause inside of their minds that they think is more important than that. They'll never, because, I mean, they, they can't even conceive of the other, uh, uh, of the uh, of the true root of the cause. The debate has never been had. It's not in the public square of opinion or whatever.
1: Which is why we have this podcast, because we don't, this, we never hear we're, that.
0: We're here to, to change the world, because we we know <laughs> what's really going on, We've got
1: it figured out. I'm not going to go that far, but I will say it's just that. Yeah, I don't care. Honestly, I don't I don't think a lot of times it's a matter of about the color. I understand it impacts some groups more than others for many different reasons. But I think this this whole idea of a criminal is is extremely problematic. And that is that is the problem. Like the fact that we keep on we can we can just label someone as a criminal and then we're allowed to do whatever we want with them. We can shoot them in the head if we think they're committing a crime. We can lock them up and just forget about them for years on end. Um, can
0: enslave them and house them without air conditioning and 110 degree temperatures.
1: <laughs> uh, in states like Delaware and probably soon in Texas, they're not allowed to receive uh, mail like. Physical mail anymore, so. uh, I think
0: yeah, there's other places too. I think that have done that.
1: Yeah, Delaware has completely banned it. They can't. They can't do it anymore. Texas has came really close while we were in there, and I think is really on the verge of of doing it. I think
0: they will too, but they've given them. I think that's one of the reasons why they're allowing them tablets now.
1: Right, which tablets isn't still. You, uh, yeah, the tablets are not gonna not a great substitution, and it. I I can only, I can only imagine on that front, and the, the tablets are like, what maybe maybe at five units, at all of TDC's a hundred over a hundred units.
0: Oh, they'll get there eventually. It's kind of like the phone thing. It took TDC hundred years to get phones in there, but <laughs> and then they trickled in over the course of. God knows how long before they finally got to every, all the corners of TDC, but they eventually got there.
1: Yeah. And Securus made it sure to take advantage for a long time until, oh, yeah. until just recently they, until until the Supreme court finally made them drop the phone prices down. Um, you, if you 24 cents a minute, doesn't sound like a lot, but I will tell you that adds up real quick when you're, when that's your only way to come talk to your loved ones is twenty four cents a minute. Oh yeah. I mean this this oh, yeah, right okay. here yeah, exactly. which I can only imagine <laughs> like how much if we were running really? twenty four cents a minute.
0: Well they were just <laughs> I can remember those days when they first started to and they had like uh five minute phone calls. You were only allowed to make two two phone calls a, a week or something. It was it was uh, this ridiculous uh, uh, you know restrictions they had on it. And then they like Found out how much money there was to be made, and like take all those restrictions, <laughs> get all that off, man. Let, let everybody make as many phone calls as they possibly can, for as long as they want.
1: That's another thing. Is like it's still they still restricted though. It's not like it's unrestricted access to the phones.
0: I mean, it it, it, well, it went to thirty. Yeah, it is technically because I mean thirty minutes. But they could the only thing that stops you from calling back again. Uh, is the uh, eventual rat time cut off that they had on the phone? There, well, the, the phones went off at ten o'clock at night and didn't come on until six in the morning or seven or whenever it was.
1: Well, I'll put it, I'll put it to you this way. All right, if there were half half as many phones as there were inmates in each pod or cell or or whatever in day, each day room, do you think they? I mean. Do you think there would be more calls? Yeah. <laughs> there would be a lot more calls.
0: I think there would be, th- be more. You're probably right. I don't know, though. Um, that was also one of the odd things I found whenever they started bringing in phones. I, I would have assumed that everybody would have you know, immediately rushed to get themselves signed up for it. But there was a whole lot of people. There was a, a large number of people that just weren't interested in those phones at all.
1: There are a lot of people who are not interested, especially people with long sentences. But, and, and even people with, there's some people with really short sentences They're not, or maybe not really short, but short sentences that don't want them either. And, um, and I, and I understand that, but there are there on the flip side, there's that's, that's one extreme. The other extreme was the guy that was in our pod who was on the phone from the time the phone opened to the time the phone shut down, and you'd have to tap on his shoulder to get him off the phone. Like, that was, that, that's the other uh, I extreme. Know, I
0: know that you, know, you always had one or two of those guys on, on everywhere you go, there, sometimes more, depends. And I agree with you, but I do think there would be more calls if the phones, if you did have more phones.
1: If you, and so that's and, the, uh, it, Yeah, so they. Could,
0: it does make one wonder why they don't put more phones in there right I'm it, not really sure it, it might be something to do with you know bandwidth or something else
1: it could, it, I'm sure it, there's there's probably a money aspect of it but it, I have I have a feeling on, on any state run agency there's there's a they're not they're not smart about about making money they're just not they don't that's not a whole usually a thing that they really think about and there's so many chains of command and hoops to jump through, unless someone high up, as you've seen many times, the only time something really gets done is if someone high up on the totem pole makes enough fuss, then it gets done right away. All of a sudden you find... Well, there was
0: there was this, a, a conflict when the phone thing happened, okay, between two different mindsets. One was the... the Don't let those bastards even have air. I mean, right? We ought to be killing them. We ought to be, uh, you know, torturing them every day, type of type of attitude. And couldn't stand the idea of us being able to have a phone at all. Phones are too good for criminals. Have a type of idea, right? You had that, and it was competing against this whole other mindset that saw uh, dollar signs on those phones and. I don't believe that they started doing it because they, they they felt like they wanted us in contact with our families. No, they. I'm not. Re- I'm not really sure exactly what finally prompted them to, to decide to use phones. It might have been that the uh, they they just finally felt like. I mean, every third world country on the planet allows access to the phones in their prisons, except and here it is, Texas. Doesn't have phones in their prisons, and it is the 2000, and it's 2010. <laughs> That's, it what is going on? Hey,
1: I will t- like
0: internet in prison in Peru, and you and you don't have access to a phone in Texas. Everybody's still sitting around writing, uh, using letters. And after I got out of prison, I mean, of course, you can't just like you can't find a, a, a pay phone anywhere anymore. It's, it's, I, I know it's not impossible, but it, finding uh, uh, stamps and things like that is not nearly as easy as it was. I mean, they're not to be had everywhere. Oh, no, no. You, you have to really go out of your way to try to, to get your, get a hold of a of a stamp and envelopes and things like that because people just don't write letters anymore. There's no need to out here. I mean, electronic communication is so accessible. It's, it makes everything else, uh, for the most part, uh, obsolete.
1: Uh Yes, so
0: I think that maybe TDC was running into that. They're 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 looking at the near future of of a uh, written correspondence and realizing it doesn't have one, and that you know people's families still want to communicate with their with with their loved ones in prison.
1: But that I don't I don't think that was I'll I'll put it to you this way I don't think it's any surprise that Securus. Um, and they'll say it's. I know some of the phones said CenturyLink, but it was Securus. Securus is Securus is the one that runs all of the phones to all of the prisons, all of the country, and then it makes no surprise to me that they do all of them in Texas. And I am sure they had been pushing like that is.
0: Tech- You'd say it was like an outside lobby that probably uh, paid off some of these Texas these state senators and and, and of course a uh, governor well, I, who was it at the time?
1: Uh, uh the Perry governor,
0: or the governor Perry, exactly. Yeah.
1: I think I I think they had been pushing since day one to get into the market. And then I think and then I think finally there was some sort of give. And they, they, Harry
0: was a lame duck at the time. Yeah. And that was what gave him the, uh, he realized he wasn't going to be up for an election. So that's why he made those decisions, I think. Right. Because that that was still a very unpopular call. People did not, people in Texas did not like the idea of us getting phones.
1: Right. And that's, uh, I will tell you, in pretty much every other respect, Texas takes that hard line that you talked about. These inmates don't need air. Like they don't, they don't need, we, we are happy to watch them work the fields all day and die in the fields yeah. as opposed to giving them a fan, you know, like it's, yeah, I mean that this is they are they are fine letting inmates die, work in the fields, being they they love that idea, the idea and the very real life image of guys in cowboy hats standing over inmates on horse like or the guys on horseback standing over inmates with a shotgun and telling them to work while the inmates wow. are freaking just falling out in the field battling freaking snakes and spiders and all sorts of other crap like they Texans love it because criminals are bad they're not human are they're a bad
0: species of creatures Right. They deserve torment.
1: Right. And it's not even about them learning because they don't believe in that either. Oh, no. They don't. Because th-
0: if it was about that, well, then your rights would be restored to you at the end of it all. Right. Oh, now you've learned your lesson. Welcome back into the fold of humanity. You, uh, if, if that was the point of it, well, then, yeah, that would be the end result of it. But Because the end result, there is no end to it ever. You are forever. A criminal, and there's nothing that can be done about it. Well, it's not- <laughs> other than us constantly picking on you behind it, because now that you have that label of criminal, any time that we get some some evil bone in our body that decides we want to start doing something bad to someone, you will be the focus
1: of it. It's it, well that, and it's not the the other the other thing is <clears throat> is when we get out, we don't get not only do we not get our rights restored, we get a fast pass back you just leaving your house at the wrong time up until very recently
0: you don't don't just get your you don't get your rights restored you get your rights restricted i mean you you other than the fact that you you get out i mean it's very it's with very very limited amounts of freedom especially for me with that with the gps monitor right most, uh, the, I would love to see the statistics. We ought to do that one day. We need to look up the statistics of how many people actually make it on the monitor. Because, of course, we both know the story of Boots. You were there. Oh, uh, gosh,
1: Boots. I forgot about Boots. Oh, yeah. Boots, Boots. the whole reason he was in
0: prison is because he could not handle an ankle monitor. He's, he's mentally ill. I mean, it's obvious when you talk to the guy for any stretch of time. He's not really a bad person. He's mentally ill. And they, they they put this monitor on that he is not mentally equipped to handle.
1: If Boots so is a they, perfect I mean, example of is if you if you gave him a productive task, if you could stay on top of him, if you gave if he was part of a community, like and he was part of that Jewish community, like if when right. when when we took hold of him, when um, um, uh, when Jacobowitz was over his shoulder telling him what to do. Boots was on it. Boots would get it done. He was cleaning tables yeah. like nobody's business. But the second he has, he he like, the second he just doesn't know what to do, he's gonna do something stupid. And that's and and I'll tell you, Boots, uh, <laughs> I I would hate it. I would personally hate that to have someone over me like that. But Boots appreciated it. He understood what his situation was. And it, he, he needed
0: the guidance of someone else. Right. I think he realized that. Yeah.
1: But we, that's this, these are not things that we offer to, to, to people struggling and we don't offer, like there are so many positive things that could be done. Even Ben David, who we, as we have seen, he can get into all sorts of craziness. He, that energy can be put to positive things. He can sit there all night cleaning a piece of trash until it's a working laptop again. Like, it's insane. It is insane. Yeah. So.
0: You're absolutely right. I, I mean, I, I agree with you there. And it's. But that's kind of off the subject. I mean, I brought up boots and that kind of took us down a rabbit hole there. But. Uh, what I was trying to say is, I'd like to see just how many people are, have survived this ankle monitor thing all the way to its to its conclusion and gotten off of it, because it is quite onerous. And I think that it, that after that, whatever I got out, uh, that they had actually pulled back on it a little bit from what because from what I was told before that um, people were required to not only give them a, a, a weekly schedule of where you were going to be every single place you were going to be exact location of where you're going to be at every hour of every day. But they also had to give them the route to which they were going to get there. So they were, and if there was any deviation from that route, you were subject to being sent back to prison. And I mean, it doesn't take much imagination to, to, to figure that daily life oftentimes puts us, takes us off of our own beaten path. Right. I mean, there's, there's things, there's mechanical failure of vehicles. There, there's, uh, there's, there's just any number of things. There's a crash, there's detours, there's this, there's that. There's all sorts of stuff that happens in life. Life happens. Right. I mean, I've got, I've got another friend who's uh, whose uh, father was in prison for 30 years. And whenever he got out, he was on the ankle monitor. He's never been able to get off the ankle monitor. He's been out of prison for over seven years. He's been on the ankle monitor, but he's been in and out back and forth into jail behind the monitor behind. And, and, and just, he, he's, he cannot handle it. He cannot handle. It. And instead of getting him off of it, finding some way for him to handle it. I mean, they, they instead would rather have him on this endless cycle. He doesn't ever, he's not committing any more crimes and probably never will. The man's old. First and foremost, right. the guy's like in his late sixties or early seventies. He's uh, way out of his criminal years or his, his wild years, and all, and they don't even want to send him back to prison. I mean, he's he's violated this monitor so many times that if it was someone else, they would have sent him back to prison. But because he's so old, they don't. They'd rather not deal with him there. So what they do is they have this endless cycle of halfway houses, jail, and and uh, safe pee programs. Because he he's mentally unequipped to be able to handle a GPS monitor,
1: right? And, and that's that's one of the biggest determinants of criminal behavior well, he's a too. Criminal. Yeah, that I mean that's a criminal
0: for so that. No, so he they, deserves that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that's and that's one thing I want to I always want to bring up when we have this conversation is that. The biggest well, there's thing
0: that, no restoration in the society for this person
1: right but the thing is, is that the biggest thing the biggest determinant of criminal behavior is not income it's not education level it's not race it's not parents none of that when they've studied this the biggest determinant of whether or not someone is going to act have like commit a some sort of is going to break any sort of law the biggest indicator is age and that's what happens when they say that this this stuff works you know prison when whenever they're they're arguing whenever they just lock them up for an x amount of time or or a really really long sentence they've they've usually aged out of it years before they were locked up or before before they get out i should say and that's the biggest thing is that when you yeah when you're in your 20s when you're in your teens and 20s that's when you're going to do the most you're going to break the most laws is going to be during that time as you get older that you know you get out of it
0: everybody knows yeah when you're young you do stupid stuff
1: right but we don't talk about that and you
0: grow out of it as you get as you get wiser and older i mean you don't need statistics need that for anybody to know that. That's just anybody that's had kids or has been a kid, which is every one of us, knows this.
1: But we don't talk about this whenever we talk you about making a new you'd law. Well
0: you think you'd know it.
1: Yeah. You but would.
0: apparently somehow or another that gets lost in this whole criminal thing.
1: Right. So anytime we have this law about criminals, just remember that. It's everyone's done something stupid when they were a kid and that's when that's When uh, these criminals are acting
0: extremely stupid though.
1: Yes. It's just levels. More
0: stupid than others.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. And, And you may think you didn't, you wouldn't do something that stupid with your friends or whatever, but I promise every, it doesn't, it really, once again, it doesn't matter about income. It doesn't matter about race or whatever. Everyone does stupid stuff. And, and as Malone said at the beginning, just some of us get caught. Some of us get caught. Some of us get punished harder than others. Some of us do it in the wrong county. Some of us do it in the wrong state.
0: Some of us do it while being the wrong color.
1: Some of us
0: do it while having the wrong income level.
1: Yes. While well, not you'll being able to get the right lawyer.
0: <laughs> exact, exactly.
1: It's, yeah. So... That is the point of what we want to say. So uh, before I think my equipment is probably going to start its battery life is about to die. So I think it's about time to wrap this up and um, I'm going to try and put this up um, probably quickly. I think we can put this one pretty much right up, but um, anyway, I'm glad we got to talk about this and it made me feel a lot better. Um, Any, any final words over there, Malone?
0: Uh, yeah I'm sure you do feel better you criminal scum
1: <laughs> yes yes I do all right uh, all right well um, this this has been this, you know this has been the shakedown um, thank you for joining us um, if you want a cool show like this you can go to wayward.press or wayward waywordpress.com and check them out. And you can also check out um, Warp Ranger and some cool comics and cool art and stuff like that too. And um, very cool. And yes, and we will see you again soon. The Shakedown is recorded in luxurious Longmont Public Media Studios. And our theme song, Shakedown, is provided by Invato Elements.